episode 166 of True to Size. What's going on, everyone, and welcome to True to Size. We are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers. I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I am joined by the rest of the quarantine team at Canada Got Soul, Mr. Joel Hernandez. Yo, yo, yo. Mr. Alvin Martinez. What's up? And... It's been established that our guy is the king. Or sorry, fuck, <laughs> I messed it up. Fuck. I messed up my we line. I pulled it. in Alvin. I pulled it. in keep Alvin. We got to keep it. We got to keep it. I'll try it again, though. It's been established that our guy is the monochromatic king. But he's also one of the godfathers of sneaker oh. vintaging. I've never really been sure hey. if, if it's pronounced flan or flan. But I am sure that this week's guest is Mr. Jonathan Cran. <laughs> wow. wow. That is... Flan or flan? I think it's flan. I think is it, it flan? flan? I don't know, actually. I actually have no idea. I but think that's that, a heavy that's a big bar, nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's flan. I think Filipinos pronounce it flan, if I'm not mistaken. Leche flan. Leche flan. Leche flan. flan. I can see that. Yeah. It's French, right? Like it's, it's a French... I think it's a French thing. So maybe flan. Dessert? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe flan yeah. isn't the American version. Anyway, we could talk about this the entire day, but no one knows. Cran, thanks for being here, man. This is dope. We appreciate yeah. t- taking thank the time. You. Of course. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Anytime. Thank you for uh thank you for having me on. I bet you never knew that you would start off ever actually having your name rhymed with flan. So it's no it's, it's a great <laughs> Oh great. And I'm looking I'm looking to branch out. Like I think I did the coffee shop thing. It's yep. uh, hey. run its course. Oh, now hey. it's time to get into Grand Flan. Are you crazy? Grand <laughs> Flan, cut the check, yo. It's a food truck. <laughs> I, I can see it now. Yeah, there's yeah. God's plan and there's Grand Flan. It's easy. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right. Enough of things that rhyme with Cran. Um, <laughs> we've got a great show for you guys this week. Our fire round sees us talk about ice cream and sneakers. And this week in Kicks features the most expensive sneaker ever in the world, ever, ever, ever. After that, we've got another hypothetical question to answer during NSR and just one mistake to reconcile during EEE. Finally, we're going to jump into things with Jonathan, learn what got him into sneakers, why he wants all of his shoes to look super, super, super old, and talk about some of his favorite favorite pairs but first joel fire round oh man wow he's on it's it. better you, t- you shocked <laughs> cran cran got scared <laughs> we're really doing it you just unvintaged <laughs> yeah. all his sneakers with that man <laughs> you blew the sail paint right off of it <laughs> seriously Yes, the fire round. We like to start every show with a quick hitting question from you, our listeners. And this week's question comes from me again. And this one is this this is this one's crazy because I th- you know when you're like having a shower and you think of like the stupidest shit. This was one all of those time. questions. And of yeah, course, because we're we do a sneaker podcast, those shower thoughts often are sneaker shower thoughts. But anyways, so <laughs> understandably, it, yeah, yeah, of course, it's normal. Anyways, <laughs> in the spirit of Cran's visit and knowing his affliction for the Nike Dunk Low SB Stussy colorway, inspired by Neapolitan ice cream. What ice cream, other ice cream, would you like to see themed on a sneaker, and what would the model be? 
Mm. Imagine standing in the shower and thinking that. Like, what kind of fucking yeah. freak does that? It's. I mean, it's it's super valid. It's very it's, valid. Uh, so I'll go yeah. first while you guys have a second to think about it. Because, of course, I was in the shower and I had lots of time to think about it. Um, mine is mint chocolate chip. There's how was there? Yeah, see, that's why I had to go for it. Has to, you can do mint it. chocolate chip too, but <laughs> mint chocolate chip. I think I was just standing there like, man, I love mint chocolate chip ice cream. And that's how the whole thought process started. <laughs> Give me a mint chocolate chip Jordan 3 with like a s- super, super soft suede upper, all in mint. The elephant uh-huh. print also in mint. So we'll do a sale midsole because Cran is here. And then the elephant, like just the detailing within the elephant is like black or like dark, 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 dark brown. So like basically a tonal okay. mint upper with a little bit of dark brown slash black and detailing and a sale midsole. I would buy that Ooh. shoe. Hell yeah, yeah, that's fire. Hell I'm gonna nice one. mock that up. Hell yeah, please, yeah, please paint <laughs> yeah. your amamenier <laughs> mint uppers. Um, that's hard. Alvin, give me a give me an ice cream shoe now. Um, I'm gonna go chocolate chip cookie dough from Baskin Robbins Ooh, because, geez. in my opinion, they have the best one. So it like the vanilla that they use or whatever that is. The, the actual ice cream is already kind of patina. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do Ooh. it on a jam. I didn't think of the silhouette. I'll go New Balance 550. Oh, oh my god! Just Shit. totally switch wow. up the game. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, we're doing it shit <laughs> so obviously like the upper is going to be predominantly like that patina the midsole is going to be the cookie dough which is pretty much like a gum ish mm-hmm. yeah, light brown it's like a really yeah. dark light brown whatever hmm. um and then we'll go black outsole for the chocolate chips um and then we'll accent like the laces will be like a crans coffee shop shoelace that he dipped in coffee Ooh. okay nice um and then just small accents, you know, just throw in a little bit of accents of like the black to show more of the uh, chocolate chips in there. Nice. Okay. For Ooh. some reason, when you said mint or sorry, uh, chocolate chip cookie dough, I, I immediately imagined it on a Jordan three, and I realized I was imagining that I'm a man, yay, Jordan threes because <laughs> they're they're quite close <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, they're pretty close. They're to a cookie real. dough. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, Joel, give me ice cream and give me sneakers. Let's see it. All right, ice cream is going to be a strawberry ice cream, but okay. chocolate dip. Oh. Okay. The upper is going to be a tearaway dunk high. Oh. Oh, so just like the, 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 the chocolate dip, it yes. comes apart, right? Flakes so you can off. Peel off. You can peel off the dunk high, the, the panels, and it'll reveal like chocolate, like strawberry kind of like pinkish colored kind of uppers kind of thing. Nice. You know what I mean? Damn. And then on the, on the inner liner, I'm going to do like a quilted chocolate like uh like a colored kind of liner so it's mm. got like the the stripes or the uh the lines like a like a cone like a cone fire Ooh. yeah that's nice that's, that's nice though. holy shit yeah, nice this is all Ooh. nike id is about to be booming tonight boys I'm, <laughs> and i'm starving right yeah now. <laughs> all right cran uh, i know i do know like i said the stu yeah. csb is one of your favorites oh, so uh yeah. yeah give me a give me a different um, ice cream yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in the dunk low, the dunk SB low. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go with a very random ice cream that I used to get as a kid here in near Hamilton. There's a place called Hewitt's Hewitt's Dairy. I don't know if you've ever been there. Uh, they have this tiger tiger tail. Have you ever guys had tiger oh, I've tail? Heard of it? Yeah, yeah. It's Okay, like so it's yeah, it's orange, but it's it's black licorice stripes throughout the uh, throughout it, so it looks like a tiger. So I think I would do like a dunk low uh with like 
you know, toe box orange, side panels orange with this little bit of black stripes. And then like, you know, the, the eyelets and everything like that, everything else, everything else black. And then like some like fur on the, on the heel mm. and the liner. So just like that tiger vibe. Um, nice. I think I'd be into that. I think that'd be dope. Yeah. If Nike yeah. or New Balance and New Balance are listening, we cut the check, first of all. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. For real. <laughs> at least make sure we're up first for pairs because those, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like all of those. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to submit a question for the fire round and have us answer it on the pod, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at canagotsoul at gmail.com. <clears throat> Uh, next up is the CGS picks. Each week, we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop scoop, whoop de whoop, or Alvin's trademark phrase. Super duper cute, super cute. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna go first because I said so. And uh, my pick this week is a-, a Jordan One because we don't get a lot of those anymore. So when they do come out, they're special, you know. And uh, it's the it's being dubbed the Electro Orange Jordan 1. It's kind of like, I think I saw it some places referred to as the Shattered Backboard 4.0. I don't know. Mm. It's uh, It's got a black toe, so it's got the OG color blocking, and I think that's kind of where it ends for me. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there's an orange collar, and then that part underneath the wing, I don't know what that's called on a Jordan 1. It's also orange. Predominantly, it's a black and white shoe with just, you know, orange outsole and a little bit of orange uh, detailing inside of it. And, uh, yeah, there's not much more you can say. It's a Jordan 1 coming out in 2021. We get one about seven times a week. Uh, yeah, nice. July 17th. I'm not a huge fan of them. I, maybe if it was dubbed like the Halloween Jordan 1 or something like that, I would have right. been more interested. But it's just... I Orange used to be special on Jordans. I used to get excited for orange on Jordans. And now it seems like it's every other day we're getting an orange Jordan something. So, meh. They're meh. They're all yeah. right. They're simple. I think that in 2015, 14, this would have found its way to the outlets. I think that now it's an $800 shoe. So we'll, <laughs> we'll leave it at that for me. Damn. Um, yeah. Alvin, what do you got? I have uh, the Air Jordan 1 Low OG Ghost Green. Mm. Is that yeah. the new, the new where they're bringing back the old OG shape of the Jordan 1 Low? Yeah, so basically it mirrors yeah. the Eric Costin Air Jordan 1 yeah. SB. So except good. instead of navy, it has the ghost green. I mean, the ghost green's a dope summer color. Um, I might get it darkened or something. I don't know. I might I might dye it like Cran did the uh, the Air Force Ones <laughs> or something and just yeah. get it darker a little bit. Ooh. But that mini swoosh, though. Yeah, yeah the mini swoosh. It's size. It hits. And the tongue is perfect because they went back to the OG yeah. tongue. Uh, none of that extra like, padding it's, it's yeah, perfect yeah it's it's perfect man and uh it's just it's cool i like it i'm a fan i don't know if i'm scooping though just because you know it's it's all right the color is not really me i don't know if i would rock that uh, i feel like it's more of a lawrence color yeah but i'm not a jordan but one he, is he low is not a me. do that because yeah. it's a low <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. do think i think uh i think you mentioned it like i think there'll be a lot of people doing customs on that for sure yeah um especially yeah. depending what what type of material that that uh the green parts are like is yeah. it all leather it looks it's like it looking, might be a new buck yeah right like a new buck it looks really smooth yeah it looks it, it's yeah. no shine to it so it looks super flat but like yeah it looks, it looks like a new buck something you can customize yeah that'll be interesting for sure well, i think people will get over it, bro yeah <laughs> do it <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, these are super cute. We'll see if I can. Yeah. If, if if I can think of a colorway that I can send over to Cran, then yeah, I'll, I'll scoop. <laughs> Let's for do sure. it. <laughs> um, Joel, what do you got for us? All right, so um, Nike's doing a Ken Griffey Jr. Um, tribute to him. Um, they're going to be dropping Vapor Max Pluses, um, his Air Griffey Max Ones, um, mm. and they're also dropping my pick, the Air Max Ninety. Um, this shoe right here is pretty dope. Details galore. Yeah. Um, you have, it's a predominantly white and gray upper, um, but they do the baseball stitch around the collar. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, yeah. and they have the, uh, they call it the Northwestern green, like the Seattle Mariners green, yeah. um, o- o- over the, uh, over the air bubble. And it looks like there's a mini swoosh on this thing, man. That's not even mini, like, bro. That's a big swoosh. That's like a <laughs> big swoosh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's it resembles the um it, his his uh Griffey Maxes. Yeah. yeah. Like right. the way it's it's sitting like on the upper top of your foot kind of thing. But it's it's pretty huge. So yeah, I take that back. It's not a mini swoosh. <laughs> it's a big swoosh. But they got red in it um as well. Um it's got his 24 and his backwards cap um logo on the inner liner and as well as on the tongue tag but yeah man um pretty dope looking shoe uh these drop sometime in 2021 i'm gonna guess probably around maybe july or so around summertime yeah man keep a look out for these man backwards cap air max 90 ken griffey jr yo they're doing more of these like for lack of a better term, novelty sneakers where it's mm-hmm. like like the Valentine's Day one where they had like yeah. the little pocket and like you opened the envelope and there was yeah. like a little heart yeah. and like the popcorn Air Force and like all those yeah. kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. I like it, man. Like it's shoes yeah, are supposed cool, to be man. fun. Like they can't always be like I said, a Jordan one in a really mm-hmm. clean colorway. Like sometimes they should be fun and quirky and like a novelty. Like, yeah, those are funky as hell and no one else is gonna be seen wearing these except for you when you walk out. Like that's yeah, that's cool to me. And yeah, it's yeah. it's not relying on a collab either, right? Like exactly. it's just like yeah. something collab. fun and you don't have to yeah, there's not that uh added bit of hype to it that causes it to maybe not be able to be attainable. So exactly. I think I, I love that stuff. No, um, absolutely. Those Valentine's Day Air Force ones are awesome. Yeah. There's they're yeah. doing a lot, 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 lot more of it. They used to do it mid two thousands, like all the time. Like that's the you know, the whole S B craze, like there was a bunch of Air Maxes like that. It's just happy to see mm-hmm. it coming back slowly, slowly, slowly. Absolutely. Uh Cran. I believe you brought a shoe for us as well to discuss. I did? Not brought. Brought mentally. Oh, mentally, yeah. (laughs) Virtually. uh, uh, Yeah, I think I'm super hyped for the 30th anniversary Union Jordan. The one Mm. that they leaked the other day, which I'm pretty positive is happening. Uh, It's the gray with the teal uh, on the collar and the teal back tab. I think it's better than both of the others that released for the Jordan four. I personally wasn't a big fan of the colors of, of the, the, the Jordan four, like the guava and the, uh, I guess just like the black and the off blue noir. pair off noir. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. Like I could appreciated what, what he did. Cause I, I, you know, I think it takes some kind of guts to kind of just like totally change the way that people are perceiving a Jordan four when it's like, there's so many purists, yep. but, yeah. um, I got the guavas and I was super happy about that. Like not to take away from that. Like that was another great release, um, getting rid of bots and whatnot. But, um, I think this gray color with the teal just is more my style. And I think it's a super nice, uh, 
uh, super nice shoe for their anniversary. I'm interested to know the reason why it's teal and whatnot. Yeah, the story will be cool. Yeah. They seem to be doing really, really well lately with their storytelling. I mean, they have been since they've been releasing shoes. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm for sure. still for not sure. sure if I'm on board with the Union Four. I'm not gonna lie, but this I definitely would think. Yeah. I think the Guava is still my favorite of the three colorways. Um, but I definitely like this teal. It's it's definitely like you said. It's a you. It's a crayon shoe. It's mono, <laughs> yeah. monochromatic with a little bit of. Mm. It's just a little bit of something, you know, yeah. it's wearable. I think yeah. as I'm getting older and, you know, I don't know, I, I say that as if I'm like 50, but I, <laughs> I, I just am like <laughs> trying to buy pairs that I'll actually wear and that yeah. are more wearable and that can, I can yeah. just like throw together with any outfit. So I, th- I think that's a shoe that's like, you know, one of those True. that you can just have that little bit of pop of color, but it's still pretty, uh, pretty tame overall. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. With your full gray outfit that <laughs> <laughs> blending into this exactly, wall. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I love shoes. Uh, <laughs> next up this week in kicks. This is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers. And, uh, there's now, so for the last like two years, it seems like once again, every month there's a new world record for the highest price ever paid for any sneaker in an auction. And once again, we have another one. This one might take a while to get beat though. Um, there is now once again, a new world record price for a pair of sneakers. And so this week we saw the auction to end all auctions take place. And the result was the highest ever recorded sold price for a pair of sneakers ever anywhere craziness so the pair in question is none other than the one of one air yeezy pro one prototype um worn by kanye west at the grammys in 2008 um and this was also like the pair that was kind of like the big coming out party for the nike and kanye collaboration so it was it was a big deal like the sneaker is very very iconic um Mm -hmm. the sneaker itself had actually been floating around ebay for a couple years like almost a decade the first time it ever sold was on ebay and it was for 50 grand it's already a lot of money for a shoe. That's insane. Yeah. For thinking about back yeah. then. Yeah. And then Holy. 75 grand a couple years later on eBay again. And uh, most recently, last week, it sold for a whopping, whopping, whopping $1.8 million. U.S. U.S. Wow, U.S. Yeah. <laughs> 10 million Canadian dollars. Yeah. <laughs> or half a Bitcoin if you're following that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, one point eight million. So I mean That's crazy. It is crazy. It's a lot of money. I definitely see the cultural relevance of the shoe. Um, it's kind of the shoe that started everything that we're doing now in terms of like this was the first ever non athlete to get a deal with Nike. This opened the door for Travis Scott, cause mm-hmm. any of you yeah. all these other places yeah. that are getting collaborations now are because of this really, really major release. It was worn by Kanye at the Gram. Like it's really culturally significant. One point eight million dollars is a lot of money, though. Like it, it I don't know for real. And yeah. the and the thing is, like this was actually I looked into it a little bit more. It was bought by. It's not. I don't know. It's an investing platform where you can invest in parts of oh, things. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think oh. it was. It's called Rares. I looked into it. I'm gonna try and get mm-hmm. that guy on. Actually, the guy who runs Rares because he's <laughs> a friend of a friend, but. uh yeah, so it's basically like you can own part of that sneaker by quote-unquote investing in it. And I guess if down the line that shoe ends up selling, then you would take home the difference or like the percentage. So yeah. you can put $1,000 into this $1.8 million sneaker and maybe make 50 bucks in 10 years. Who knows? But <laughs> Yeah, I think I saw a couple cause uh, pieces yeah. on that on that platform too. Like the, the, the actual prints, the ones that are worth like 
hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, so it's an interesting uh, platform for sure. Um, but that's it's still crazy that it sold for that much. But to your point, I'm not totally surprised either. Like I feel like we're all probably in like the 30 to 40 age, and when he wore those at the Grammys, like I feel like. I don't know. Yeah. I remember sitting on my couch watching that and then like seeing his feet and I was like, Oh Boom. my God. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Bomb yeah. Went off. Yeah. 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 It was an immediate sort of like, Holy mm. shit kind of thing. So I think, I think culturally it's just so significant. It's one of those things that you can't really put a price on. So I'm not, especially for a platform that plans on selling parts of it off anyways, like mm-hmm. I'm sure they would have gone up to whatever it would have costed to own that shoe because it is, honestly, it's a priceless shoe. It's one of those shoes that 10 years from now, Nike is going to try and buy back from whoever owns it anyways. So yeah, yeah owning it And now I feel that just, like, yeah, yeah, like PJ Tucker has a lot of those. Oh like my God. he posted it yesterday too, I guess after yeah. the, <laughs> the news broke, but he posted the like kobe cheetah inspired yeah. sample yeah he's got a pair of like all black ones that aren't quite the same as the grammys but they're mm. like pretty close mm. and then like another pair of bl- like another very uh, rare i think it might have been an all black easy too um yeah but, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i was just like dude like he- he's holding on to some pairs that are probably going to be worth ridiculous whatever he wants yeah when yeah, Nike, yeah. Uh, and the thing i was thinking is and this is maybe just a pipe dream and maybe wishful thinking, but imagine the day if when Kanye goes back to Nike, the amount of money that those kinds of shoes would be worth. Like mm-hmm. a, a shoe comes out, like let's say that's even the like the Union 4, for example. The Union 4 original pairs are going to go up when the, the new one comes out because that's just what yeah. happens. When, a, when an yeah. off-white comes out, the old ones are more money. Imagine a prototype one of one when Nike, when Kanye, if, if and when Kanye comes back to Nike in whatever capacity and re- starts releasing shoes, all the original ones, but a prototype or a sample, price, priceless times a thousand. Like I just... Like I think that's going to happen anyways. Like I think, I think so, eh? even... Be- yeah, because I feel like now that that is a, a mainstream news story. And I think that's going to start driving up the prices of, of some of the original Yeezys, mm-hmm. um, easy, maybe easy ones and twos, but cause I've been even trying to like, cause I had the black and pink easy one and I sold it like, like an idiot. Um, but I, I was like, a, <laughs> I was a broke college student. So I was like, yeah, I just whatever. And I sold it, I think for 800 bucks, which was like oh, nothing at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but oh. I've been looking for the the net pair for a while now. And it's just, I can't find a, a decent price even for Warren. So I can't imagine now it's probably, it's probably going way up. Yeah. yeah. Man, I got Kanye come home, man. Just come home. I could just play homecoming and come home. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up, previously in kicks, this is the part of the show where we where we review our latest pickups and recap the latest happenings in our sneaker lives. Um, I'm gonna assume that Cran has probably the sickest recap of uh, pickups, so we'll let him go last. Um, (laughs) I'll go first because it's just one thing. I, well, I, I a couple of things that I picked up, but I won't talk about until they actually show up because the, you know, jinxing and karma and cooties and all that. But, uh, I picked up the, uh, Brian Espiritu throw rug. Uh, nice. I think he dropped piece. on like Monday or Sunday or something. He dropped yeah. it at like 1230 AM, like midnight. And I just happened to be awake and immediately it was like, need it. So cool. Came in like two days or a day after and dope, really cool quality, really. And he's doing more. So if you missed out, then, uh, 
keep an eye out on his page. But yeah, shout out to Brian Espiritu. I do want to know though, what makes it a throw blanket and like not just a blanket? What's the difference between a throw and like a, a blanket? Because I don't know. He calls it a throw because you, you you throw it on yeah. the side of your couch. Like you just I don't I could, could be totally wrong and making this up, but every yeah. time I've seen those those specific Rose. blankets, they're always like thrown over like the arm of the couch mm-hmm. or like a oh, chair. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's definitely not it, but thank you for. <laughs> is, that, is that is there? Do you know why? I don't do you know, know why, why, but I feel like that's oh. not it because you because you throw it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you just throw it on the edge of your. <laughs> and the way it lands is, yeah, it makes it look cool. It's thrown. It makes it look yeah. thrown. You know, <laughs> actually, like thrown. I think technically you can't even place it down. You have to throw, throw it. it. Yeah, I yeah, actually. Tr- you know whatever. what? Yeah. When I got it, I tried to put it down and it w- wouldn't go. It was, it felt like it just wouldn't leave my hands. I had to actually, yeah, yeah chuck it, it, if you will. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because if, yeah, if you fix it, if you fix it, it'll be just a blanket. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. It's maybe it's, it's the way throw. it's displayed. Like if I were to fold <laughs> yeah. it neatly, it would be a blanket. But when I throw yeah. it, it becomes a throw. It's just, it's a throw. It's whatever yeah. you want it to be. Shout out to Brian. We'll ask him why it's called a throw. I don't know. It's a cool <laughs> name. Um, <laughs> Alvin, any pickups for you? uh yesterday was yesterday no it might have been the day before what's today wednesday so monday the good family over at adidas surprised me with uh the bad bunny easter egg forum low and um yo in hand those are pretty dope man crazy shoe color blocking is crazy quality is actually amazing (laughs) and uh it's a dope shoe can't wait to rock it just just don't know when and where and how (laughs) <laughs> um it's definitely like a skater shoe though because like they added the extra tongue and it's super super thick if you put both right um and then even the collar it's like super duper thick and uh but it looks mad comfortable so we'll see what happens man but yeah i love that shoe thank you adidas and then today they sent me the last pair for the zx a to zx series uh it's the zx torsion so the zx zero 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 <laughs> Gotta take pictures of those. Those look dope. They look super like super retro. And um, yeah, man, same thing. Like dope colors, man. It's predominantly white. It's got some hints of blue on there. And uh, yeah, man, super excited. Those bad bunnies are they're cool, man. Oh, and yeah. I got a notification on Monday that um, my Crans Coffee Shop T-shirt <laughs> X Crisp came yes. in the mail. Uh, super excited to actually go and walk and get that from my mailbox. But, uh, <laughs> He's yeah, been saving super it. Super amped for that. You're gonna I love am, it. Man. I'm You're saving it. it, and I'm gonna throw it on right away too. So, super uh, I gotta say, Bad Bunny is crushing it with Adidas. Um, yeah, like every like I, I like both of those uh, form lows. I think the form is a great great sneaker on its yeah. own. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's an interesting di- individual in his own right. Like, mm. I really like that he's kind of always out of the box doing whatever he wants. And it, I think it's being pretty represented in that shoe. I think they're they're both really nice colorways. Yeah. Adidas in, in general is kind of just like, oh, you want to make something? Just do do whatever. Show us when you're done and we'll make yeah, it. Like, yeah. it seems like they're super hands <laughs> yeah. off. Like, just make yeah. it and come back when you're done. I feel like they're at that point right now, right? Like, they're at, they're at an point where they can kind of give that free reign to a lot of creators, which is pretty yeah. awesome. Um, it, it feels that way. Certainly. Like it doesn't feel like they're kind of making people work within a mold. It kind of feels like they're letting them express themselves, which is, which is pretty awesome. It's the Kanye model, man. You can't let yeah. Kanye do it. And then no one yeah, else can real. do it. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> Con- they let Kanye do whatever he wants and it worked. So they're like, all right, 
Sean, you yeah. want to make a shoe with some strings that go on the ground? <laughs> go for it, buddy. <laughs> I hate those so much. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, like Sean, those. do your thing. Um, Joel, anything for you in the last week? No, nothing. Nothing, nothing for, for Joel. Um, Cran, all right, shit on us. Go ahead, please. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Send me up for failure. Uh, <laughs> I got lucky last night on the Travis Scott uh six jordan six oh, raffle nice. um so i entered for those and got that check out in 30 minutes email which i nice. i felt like a lot of people got it because i was going on twitter and i saw oh like uh, maybe these are quite stocked and then from the people i talked to like you know locally it's like i guess it was pretty hard to get so got those which i actually like them better than the green pair i know lawrence you and i were no, beefing I in the comments so. <laughs> <laughs> but again i i think I think the green is really nice, but I think um, that, what is it, khaki is, yeah. is uh, a little bit more wearable. Mm. Um, and then I got the reverse, I bought them resale, but I got the uh, reverse bread 85 highs that oh. came out like Ooh, nice. last year yeah. for yeah. a cus- custom I'm doing. So I'm excited to do the custom because I, I don't think anyone's done it on Instagram yet. And I'm not going to say what it is, but uh i'm 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 doing something with those which i'm hyped about okay and please one more time i know i don't know if it was within the last week or not but uh the big one the big special one from a friend of the show yeah yeah wait what the the threes we're talking about the threes. okay okay. (laughs) i just wanted you to to say it the threes yes the threes of course (laughs) yeah yeah it's a little bright but um yeah dude this I'm on Manier threes. They sent them over to me, James Whitner. So shout out to James if you're happening to be listening. Oh, but, he is. He is. Uh, <laughs> sneaker, <laughs> sneaker of the year for me. I think sneaker of the year for a lot of people. Amazing story. Uh, amazing materials and just you know front to back. Like everything about this release was perfect. So um, I think it'll go down in, in quote unquote sneaker history for a while of of how great the release was and how great this the sneaker is. Yeah, I could see that. I could see it being one of those ones we talk about for a while. It's almost yeah. halfway through the year now. Well, not really. It's only April. But we have to do uh, Sneaker of the Year so far soon. Maybe in a couple months or yeah. a month or two, we'll do Sneaker of the Year so far. That's always a fun one. For me, I don't have the threes in hand yet. I did. I'm not going to. I Hopefully, they're coming. We'll see if I get the, sh- You're the good. Ship, You're good. ship confirmation. You know, I never want to speak it before it comes to my door for and sure. I get that UPS notification. But uh yeah, I have to see them in person, but for me, it's still the the dunk, the SB Supreme, and the Mean Green is the shoe of the year for me so far still. But it's early; it's very early. But we'll do that episode in a couple months. Um, yeah, thanks for making us all look bad, Cran. All right, <laughs> next up, thumbs up, thumbs down. In this part of the show, we give our opinion on various sneaker-related topics with zero context or discussion. All we're allowed to say is thumbs up or thumbs down and i don't know if this was even real or not but it made me laugh so we're gonna operate under the premise that it was real and it's the i don't know if you guys saw i saw it floating around on instagram the fake sneaker background like a big cardboard cutout (laughs) of like a sneaker wall that you could put behind you in a zoom call and you would look like ooh, look how many shoes i have but it's just a big cardboard (laughs) cutout Thumbs the up, sneaker. thumbs yeah. The the fake yeah. the sneaker influencer starter pack uh, package, um, yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down to that big cardboard thing backdrop. Alvin, uh, thumbs up, man. 
I'm also thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Joel. Thumbs up, yo. That's pretty dope. Grant. <laughs> To be honest, I'm pretty thumbs up on it. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm as, honestly, I'm shocked with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm happy about it, but I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next up, NSR. We talk about sneakers a lot. So in this weekly segment, we're going to talk, we're going to take 30 seconds out of the show to discuss something completely irrelevant to the world of sneakers. And uh, first of all, we got a lot of rave reviews for our conversation last week on would you rather have 100 geese on your side and face five wolves or face or have five wolves on your side and face 100 geese? People love that one. So we're going to do something <laughs> sort of similar to that one again. Um, this one is would you rather spend a week in a forest with no tent or spend one night in a haunted house, a real haunted house, like a spooky, real, really actual haunted house. Let's get it. Um, Alvin, what are you doing? Haunted house, No, bro. you're stupid. <laughs> haunted fucking house, bro. <laughs> easy. That's easy. I'd, I'd, like, I'd like record everything and turn it into a fucking ghost show and be yeah. like, oh my God, did you guys hear that? Was a, <laughs> the door just opened. <laughs> and like, yeah, bro, haunted house, hands down. If that's just one night, I don't know if I can survive in a forest for how long? You for a week in a forest? No, nah, bro, I can't do that shit. Are you crazy? I'm going to a haunted house. I can survive in a haunted house for one night, then in a forest without a tent for like a week. Alvin, yeah. Alvin, it's a real haunted house. You can't survive. Then you're not going to survive no. the night. No. In the Philippines, I used to live in a haunted house. That's a softer thing, bro. Come at me. Let's <laughs> oh, go. Even even hauntedder, man, hauntedder uh, than that. Uh, I'm going with the tent. I'm sorry. I'm going with the forest. Give me the forest for a week. I'll sleep in leaves on a log. I don't care. Keep me a hundred percent away from that haunted house. I can fight off anything physical in front of me. If it's a whatever, a coyote, a bear, whatever. I I know the tools I need to fight that kind of creature. <laughs> If there's a ghost or some sort of demonic presence, how am I going to... I don't know what to do. I'm not a ghostbuster. I don't have this magic <laughs> vacuum. I don't know what... To, no. So I'm not going... I'm Granted, I'm not very much into the spooky movies. I'm not a spooky movie guy. But uh, no. Haunted, keep me away from the haunted house. I will spend a month in the forest with no tent. Keep me away from the haunted house forever and ever and ever. Amen. Um, Joel, what are you going with? Oh, man. I'm going with the... Ghost <laughs> Easy. Easy, man. Easy, Paranormal, bro. yo. I breed that shit, yo. <laughs> breed that <laughs> shit. Yeah, man. Like ghost hunters and shit like that. Yo, yeah. I'm on it. Me and One day, me and Alvin. Got soul, me and Alvin. S-O-U-L. Will, <laughs> yeah. We'll be like Canada got ghouls. <laughs> you guys are. Ooh. No, you say that now. Yeah, the man. moment you're in that house and there's a ghost chasing you it's done i'm gonna be in the forest like snow white and you guys are gonna be freaking out fucking <laughs> luigi's mansion over there like no i'm good um grand what are you going with uh i despise camping with a passion it's not camping so it's the same thing like i don't want to be in a, tent outdoors. in a forest uh i i'm obsessed with paranormal stuff too. yeah, I, yeah. And the haunting, I don't know if you guys ever watched The Haunting at Hill House on Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was like show, honestly one of the best shows ever on Netflix. Oh, yeah. uh, I would want to be in that house for one night. Boom, let's go. Me too. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. All right, that's where we're going, yo. Yeah. Done. Book it. I'm going in that water, yo. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are fucking freaks, man. That one house. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you guys have serious, deep issues, man. <laughs> 
You're that's the- what I think about people who camp. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how do you want to go out? In- Are you dumb, bro? Why you yeah, camping, like- dog? Like, jeez. I'm not camping. I'm doing anything except for going to a haunted house. I don't care. I'll live on a boat, whatever, wherever else, except for a haunted house. It's just any the other option that's not haunted house is what I'm choosing. Um, <laughs> Jesus, you guys are fucked. Uh, next up, <laughs> errors, edits, and e-messages. We are pretty smart guys, but from time to time, we make mistakes. So if you catch us slipping, hit us in the DM, and we'll let the world know that we goofed. And uh, I did make a mistake last week. This one comes from Weekends with Walt. He criticized me and criticized Lee. Criticized me heavily for, um, I said that the Hamburglar from McDonald's was purple and fuzzy. And quite obviously, that's Grimace <laughs> that's from Grimace. McDonald's. Not yeah. so. Uh, I do apologize to anybody who was alive for, uh, that phase of McDonald's <laughs> yeah. who I offended. Because <laughs> yeah. by the time I was McDonald's eating age, I don't think that those fellas were around anymore. <laughs> and I was also kind of shocked at how many people were not aware, how many non Canadians were not aware how vicious Canadian geese are. Like we had the conversation last week and so many people, they just don't know. And I think it was because, you know, when geese fly South, maybe they're chilling when they're on vacation down there. Like all the Americans are like, these geese are so pleasant. And then when they're back up in Canada, they're just fucking miserable. Like they're working their nine to five or whatever. (laughs) But like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Geese are not to be messed with, man. It's, it's just a thing. So be careful out there. All my Canadians, it's geese. It's geese season. Now they're coming back. They're, they're standing in the middle of roads. They're walking wherever they want. It's geese. Goose season has arrived. Um, all right. So the reason we're all here, the reason Cran is here mostly, it's time to get into it with Cran. And the uh, the way we like to start it off with our guests, Jonathan, is with a game called 21 Guestions. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you 21 questions. You have to answer them as quickly and as accurately as you can. There are no right answers, but there are also no wrong answers. Are you ready? Let's do it. Question number one, air or boost? Air. Question number two, red or blue? Red. Question number three, crew socks or no-shows? Crew socks. Question number four, pineapple on pizza? No. Oh, my God. That's the wrong. I'm Italian. <laughs> I can't. It's, it's, it's sacrilegious. It's sacrilegious. sacrilegious I, I disagree. Question number five, <laughs> what, color, what is a color that belongs on every sneaker? Black. Oh, yeah. Monochromatic I King. Patina. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to say Sale. Yeah. Um, question number six, Glow in the Dark or 3M? 3M. Question number seven, Half Size Up or Half Size Down? Half Size Up. Question number eight, What sneaker do you wear the most? Air Force One. Question number nine, Original Boxes or Drop Fronts? Original. Question number 10, Dunks or Jordan Ones? Oof. Now we're getting tougher. Oof. Oh. Huh. Dunks. Mm. Question number eleven: Salt stain or grass stain? Salt. Question number twelve: What is the square square root of one hundred? Ten. That is correct. Question number. <laughs> we got a math genius on the podcast. <laughs> Question number thirteen: Favorite sneaker brand other than Nike Jordan? New Balance. Question number fourteen: What are three sneaker heading essentials? Hmm. Cleaner, sneaker cleaner, uh, shoe trees, mm. and yellow paint. <laughs> <laughs> Diluted yellow paint. <laughs> yeah, Question number 15. What is the closest planet to the sun? Uh, 
Mars? Mercury. Mercury oh, is the correct yeah. answer. Question number 16. What is the most comfortable sneaker that you own? The Air Fear of God 1. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. That's a super comfortable shoe. Hmm. Like crazy comfortable. Like blew my mind. Wow. I was already sold on them, but now, I mean, but now prices yeah. are through the roof now that he's gone. <laughs> um, question number 17. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Question number, is that also an Italian thing? Like, is it... It's an Italian thing, yeah. <laughs> it's an Italian thing. Anything, anything that doesn't make sense to me is I chalk it up to Italian. <laughs> it's an Italian thing. Question, yeah. question number 18, infrared or Volt? I think infrared. Question number 19, spell charcuterie. Uh, C-H-A-R-C-U-T-E-R-I-E. That is correct. Big, big ding ding. It's, it's Italian. It's an Italian thing. <laughs> <laughs> Question number 20. What is your number one grail? These. Yeah. No one can see you. Yeah, I was going to say. Sorry. sorry <laughs> <laughs> the thing I hold in my hand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the what you're looking at right here. <laughs> Chicago Jordan 1, 1985. Boom. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. Uh, that's the closed captioning version of what you just said. <laughs> closed caption, yeah. Question number 21. <laughs> would you rather receive, even though you already have it, would you rather receive your number one grail or three other pairs from your top 10? Ooh. Damn. Top 10. Uh, I think I'd still go with the Chicago. Still number one. Ooh, yeah. I like that answer. Double up. All still right. Number one. Number yeah. one. You did all right, and it's probably because it's an Italian thing, but uh, that was well done. I wasn't, hey. I wasn't keeping score, but it, it felt okay. Um, so oh, before we good. get into the um, the vintaging and the customizing and all that stuff that you didn't even think was going to be a thing, um, <laughs> what got you into sneakers in the first place? Like, how did this whole uh, <clears throat> obsession really start for you? Uh, I think it was so in high school. I think it was when I started getting into it. Um, it was right before SB kind of popped off. It was like 2004, 2005, maybe. Uh, and I was just obsessed with, uh, obviously, Kanye. Kanye was a big sort of influence on me. So I was really following everything he did and going to all the tours and things like that. But it got me into the world of like Bape. And I think that's Ooh. what got me into the streetwear was was um, Pharrell and Nigo and, and that whole craze. Like I remember... Uh, going on like eBay and trying to find those like running dog jeans and they yeah. fit like so massively and whatever, <laughs> but yeah. 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 And I was wearing it. Like I didn't look ridiculous in like grade 11, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and you're um, not a huge guy. And I'm assuming in no, grade 11, even no. smaller. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I haven't, my height hasn't changed. Since grade 11. I'm still like five, seven and an eight. I don't know. Five, eight. Seven and one, uh, eight. <laughs> that's your hot size bro <laughs> <laughs> but uh but then i i think it was that that got me into just like streetwear culture in general and and sneakers for me wasn't um like i was into skate shoes at the time because i i was skateboarding in high school as well mm. um wearing like etnies and um s like es costin was on s and i, I was obsessed <laughs> yes <laughs> i was obsessed with costin in high school and his his s model was like just like this tan chunky shoe that just i don't know it was just like so beautiful to me at the time um so that was probably like my first like exposure to just like the sneaker that was you know something different um and then there was a local skate shop in hamilton because i grew up in hamilton from hamilton uh flat spot skate skate shop r.i.p r.i.p yeah r.i.p trevor just the biggest g ever um 
So at the time it was like 2006, he had an SB account Mm -hmm. and he kind of exposed me to Nike SB. I I had no, you know, idea about any of that kind of stuff. And he was getting in some of those crazy dunks at the time, like Dela's and, and, you know, he even had a few Tiffany's because he was close with like, um, diamonds, um, rep for Canada. Um, so yeah, like he kind of like popped it off for me. So it was like that, that kind of time where, um, yeah, I know it's probably sounds cliche now that SBs are back, but it really was the first sort of wave of Nike SBs that got me into sneakers and sort of getting into collecting and the storytelling and all that kind of stuff. Nice. Yeah. And if we ask him when Jordan ones are cool again, he's going to say, yeah, man, the Jordan one, <laughs> Jordan one's man. Jordan one, 1985, wave, really three started. years, <laughs> three years before I was born. I was so huge <laughs> into the, loved watching Mike play in the Jordan one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, what kind of, what's kind of keeping you into sneakers now? Like we've mentioned your taste and your style has changed a lot. It's years mm-hmm. later. It's impossible to get sneakers. What's keeping you in the game these days? I think, I think there's a big push and I mean, it's, it's similar to like the custom work that I'm into, but I think archival going into getting old pairs that maybe you couldn't get back in the day because just from like a financial aspect, like Mm -hmm. when I was, you know, 17, 18, 19, could never fathom, like if you wanted to get a pair of diamonds or, or whatever, like a shoe that you couldn't really attain. I think for me now, what I'm going after is like older pairs that I missed when I was younger and trying to find those sorts of gems that um, I can get into the collection that have a little bit more meaning because they were, they were, you know, something I missed back in the day. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think a lot of people are kind of getting into that too, just like going back and finding old gems. And there's a lot of like dedicated Instagram sellers um, yeah. who, who are doing that like Gusto to Ninja I don't yeah. know if you follow him like, that guy's dangerous yep. yeah. dangerous he's got so many good pairs so many good prices um, so yeah I think for me obviously I love anything that has a story with it any, any kind of storytelling is what sinks me in um, for, for any sort of new sneakers that are coming out or new, new collaborations but yeah I, I love kind of going back and getting old pairs I think that's that's where I'm at right now yeah. The only problem is now all the old pairs are expensive, but that's yeah, uh, that's the thing. <laughs> that's yeah, the, that's the big caveat in yeah. that whole story. That keeps it interesting, though. That's a big asterisk right there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, can't yeah. actually afford them, yeah. but would like to go get them. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so for anybody listening who may not be familiar with the name Jonathan Cran or Cran on Instagram, we'll plug it again. Cran, Cran, Cran. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with the name, I'm sure you've seen stuff he's done. He's that guy who makes newer shoes look older, or one of the guys. Who, start, who started making newer shoes look older. One of the first guys that I saw, at least, doing it um, in my small bubble of people I follow on Instagram. <laughs> but uh, So how did you kind of get started doing that? Because I feel like it now it's kind of commonplace. Like, it's 2021, yeah. and it seems like it's just... I mean, brands are going back to doing it. And that when, they fir- when brands first started doing it, it was received with, like, the biggest backlash you can imagine. Like people were trying mm-hmm. to scrub clean the AJKO that came aged, yeah. or like the the infrared yeah. 90 that came aged. And now it's like brands are going back to it. The Amamanier, um, Jordan 3 is a great example of that. How did you kind of get started into it in a time when it was like not the coolest thing to be doing at the time? Mm-hmm. I think like I picked up a pair of, speaking on going like picking up old pairs, I picked up a pair of the UNLV dunks from the vintage pack which was i think 07 or 09 and they Mm -hmm. came sort of pre-aged 
Uh, and I just love the look of it when I, when I got into him, because I didn't realize that like they actually went in and like did a little bit of scuffs and some things like that to the upper. But I think, you know, I think the reality was just, I was bored. Like, I think, you know, when quarantine hit and, you know, we were all sort of sitting at home, not doing a lot, there wasn't like, as someone who's like trying to like create content, you know, whenever I, whenever I can. And then obviously what I do on Instagram, I was trying to think of ways to just have a little bit more fun. I've always thought of the idea of customizing, but it was never something where I was like, Oh, I could be someone who like, you know, totally changes the shoe. And like, it's like this completely different look. So I just started kind of like experimenting and um, looking at old pairs I had and what I could just maybe like tweak and things like that. Um, and then I just, yeah, after I picked up those dunks, I was like, oh, it could be cool to kind of just see what I could do with some pairs that I have to make them look old. And the first sort of pairs that I did that I posted now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, those are horrible looking. I was so, <laughs> so naive to like the process, right? Cause there's like so many levels to it. And it, it, it now look like I have a kind of a system in, in place. So like, it's, it's a little bit more of a, of a process that, you know, kind of always ends up looking the same, which is great. Um, in the sense of like how, how, how it comes to life. But yeah, back then, like, I think it was last March when I started doing it, it was, it was, um, just something to pass the time a little bit and to, to do something different on Instagram. Cause I felt like there was a point where sneaker content just started to feel very monotonous. Yeah. Like it just it was a lot of the same sort of shots, a lot of the same opinions, a lot of the same, um, just overall approach. And, and I think still now, like to your point, Lawrence, like I think the vintage sort of treatments becoming a little bit more accepted, but yeah. when I first started doing it, I think it was just me and filthy filthy was mm. the one I would say who like popped it off. Um, and then me shortly after that, and I'm sure there was more for sure, but like, just, you know, off the top of my head, I know filthy was kind of like the originator, but it was pretty polarizing. Like a lot of people hated on it. Like still is polarizing. Quite, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, there's, yeah. and it's totally fair. Like, I think there's a totally valid argument to it of like, if you want your shoes to look vintage, just wear them or just buy old <laughs> pairs and things yeah. like that. Yeah. But there, you can't argue, like, there's no way that if you bought, let's say, you know, a pair of Chicago's from 2015, even if you wore them every day for two years, they would never look like this. Like it would like yeah. holding up the 85 ones, but like it would <laughs> yeah. just never, it would never get to that point, even in like two or three years, no matter how hard you wore them. So I think it's, I think it's a little bit of what you had mentioned before. Like if you do want to go back and get like, let's say an 85 one, it's going to cost you a lot of money. So I can totally appreciate that if you want that look, but don't want to pay the, the, you know, crazy price tag, you can, you can achieve it in other ways. And I don't totally like see a difference in like distressed denim. Like I, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm trying to like yeah. think about it, like how people get like, there's no polarization over ripped or faded denim. You know what I mean? And Even it's like still the, fabricated. The whole vintage streetwear. I'm sure it has something to do with that. Yeah. Why it's popped off, but like vintage streetwear was popping off maybe a year, even before last year. And that mm -hmm. no one cared. Like the people were <clears throat> going thrifting to find a distress. I mean, some people did care that you were buying a band tee that you'd never heard, but like for the most yeah. part, it was like, people were looking for like the distressed look and like the older, like the whole seventies, sixties, like you just wanted to look like yeah. you had something else, something different. So yeah, it wasn't for polarizing. Sure. And then all of a sudden sneakers get yellowed and everyone's like, Whoa, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I like, pissed off so many people, so many, so many comments on every post, like you can just wear your shoes, dude. And I was just like, Oh my God. 
I didn't think I, I didn't think it would it would uh, trigger so many people. But I mean, your response to them yeah. should just be, "You can wear your shoes. I'll do what I want yeah. with my shoes." Like that's <laughs> exactly that's, that's yeah. my shoe. I paid money for it. Like, yeah, leave me alone. And, no way. Yeah, exactly. And, but it, you know what I mean? Like it, for me, it actually did quite well for my for my page. Like I went up a lot of followers in the last year, and I think it's because I you know again, as I mentioned, I felt like there was a bit of monotony going on mm-hmm. and, um, and maybe now it's like, there's a lot more of the vintage kind of thing happening. Like there's a guy uh, like Andu.c on Instagram. He does really great custom work and same with uh chef Huel, I think his name is. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Um, yep. Yeah. And they go a little bit further down the pipeline than I do. Like for me, I don't try, I like, I, I, I'm not a fan personally of like, destroying the shoe yeah i was you know gonna I mean? ask like, like if you because i saw i saw a comment i might have actually been from friend of the show sean collard s collard 23 and he said like <laughs> yeah some of these people aren't even making the shoe look aged they're making the shoe look like they were water damaged and sitting in like a puddle for yeah. 30 years like there's a difference <laughs> yeah how do you for feel sure. about like that whole like like you said like breaking the collar like ripping yeah. stitching like are you on that level or not quite like for me personally i'm not on that level like i i don't have any pairs that I've done that to. Um, but I think it's like a great thing that people are making it their own. If, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, I, I think it's great that, you know, people want to go and, and, and kind of take a sandpaper to the collars to the point where it's like deteriorating. That's, that's like, that's your aesthetic and that's totally yeah, cool. Cause thing. I think it's, yeah, that's like, who am I to say like, that doesn't look good or that's not, that's not the way to do it. You know what I mean? I think, what's cool about this vintage wave and the way that people are doing customs is like everyone has their way at it and it makes for, you know, really cool sneakers that are looking um, different than kind of what else, everything else that's out there. So it's a way to express yourself, I think. And I think everyone's doing a pretty cool job with it. Um, I was kind of thinking this cause, and once again, this isn't me telling anybody, I'm not trying to uh, gatekeep the whole, like, this is what you can do, what you can't do kind of thing. But I was thinking personally from my like, personal opinion what shoes it doesn't belong on because for me there are some shoes where it's like yes like the 1985 neutral gray jordan one that just came out yes all the whole fucking shoe do it please yeah it looks perfect but is there shoes because for me it's a shoe that not even necessarily not an original colorway but just like looks so far off of a shoe that Mm -hmm. should be old (laughs) like i i think i saw it or i i've seen it on like those I don't know what the actual name is, but like the UNC to Chicago, where it's like the na- the baby blue toe box and then the red on the heel <laughs> Jordan one. And I saw those get vin- aged or whatever. And I was like, like for me, yeah. no, like I saw it on like a pine green one. And I'm like, okay, like it's original color blocking at least. So, you know, it looks mm. like it could belong <laughs> there. Um, and this can be for any of the four of us, like just when it doesn't really belong. But actually, yeah, we'll start with, with Alvin. Is there any time you've seen it where you're like, Maybe, maybe not this time, buddy. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of a pair that <laughs> I could, I would probably be like, what are you thinking? Uh, but fortunately, I haven't come across one yet. So I haven't had high blood pressure due to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I don't know, man, maybe like just like an actual pair of running shoes, mm. like a pair, of, like an ultra boost. Okay. Yeah. I would say mm. I was like, I kind of like my boost white for the most part. But again, that's just me. People might like those vintage, but the reason I don't think those should be is because when they came out, 
it was like what late what, five years 2000? ago <laughs> yeah 2016 yeah, you know what i mean like yeah. you can't really tell me that those were like oh it's a vintage sneaker like, you know <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying so yeah maybe yeah. something like that that's but that's just my logic that's fair uh joel have you seen it on anything where maybe the dior jordan one i think cran was a massive fan of those but um like anything that no oh, cran didn't like <laughs> i didn't like those, I didn't like those. Yeah. <laughs> anytime you've seen joel where you were like that's taking it a little bit too far or it didn't belong on that sneaker no like i haven't like just like with alvin i haven't really seen anything that was like wrong but i would think like anything with technology like on mm. a shock yeah or whatever mm-hmm. like, you know, anything with tech like heavy into tech it will look totally off like you know what i mean like you can't have the timelines yeah like mm-hmm. be different you know what i mean like if it's an old old school looking shoe then do your thing but if it's like a newer looking shoe with like i said with the tech and whatnot yeah nah man you can't you can't cross that line you know so, that's a great way to put it yeah, the timelines have to two, line up i like that yeah make sure yeah, the timelines yeah. line up all right cran give us your list of people you're like no nah, you suck <laughs> <laughs> Just like totally sewer myself. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, for me, I just have like a rule of thumb of I'm, I'm not going to do a custom on a shoe that didn't exist at a previous time. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like a dunk or a Jordan or, you know what I mean? Like Air Force One, things that actually have history. Like yeah. I saw someone do it, do the treatment on like the Sakai Vapor Waffle. And I just, oh. I'm, I'm a, and, and oh, like the ambush yeah. dunk. And I'm just like, yeah. Personally, personally, again, no, no, no <laughs> ill will towards the customizer. Personally, or, times or four, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But for me, it's just more like would like more so trying to look at it. Is it a shoe that has historical um, ties to more than you know a year ago? Which yeah. for me, it's more like Dunks and Air Force Ones and, and and Jordan Ones and things like that. And you didn't like the Dior. I actually, and here's the thing. I know I said that, like, like Joel said, the timelines have to line up, but because it was <clears> for <throat> Daniel Arsham and that's like his whole aesthetic is like yeah. beaten up and like distressed and like destroyed. I thought it was cool in that sense, but I want to hear your two cents on it. Cause when you shook your head, I was actually kind of surprised that you weren't into it. <laughs> I think so. I, I agree. The concept just, it made sense for Arsham, um, just given the future relic uh, aspect of it. So I think conceptually it, it, it was, you know, hit, hit the mark perfectly. It's just for me, when you're getting into the collars looking that destroyed. That was a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, the Dior being such an expensive, ridiculous shoe. Um, I don't know. There was, it just, for lack of a better term, rubbed me the wrong way. Okay. Um, so mm-hmm. I think, I think the concept is great. It's just for me, the execution it's a hard one because you, you don't know, you know, there's like nuances that you could do on that shoe that would look really nice. And then there's easy ways to make it look overboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think that happens a lot with the vintage custom thing in general. Um, but for me, like the, the kind of the stains on the, the white toe box and the, the cheese grater kind of ton- or, um, back heel yeah. just kind of, I don't know, wasn't, wasn't for me um, personally. Yeah, like like uh, Sean Collard said, it shouldn't look like it was. It should look old, not damaged yeah. and like destroyed yeah. and like yeah. mistreated and like hurt. <laughs> for sure, for uh, sure. Yeah. Do you have aside from pairs you've done for celebrities? We'll get into that after. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any favorites just off the top of your head? Because you've done a large chunk of them now. Do you have any favorites that stand out for you? Yeah, I think uh, the it was the the platinum. 
Dunk High that, that came okay, out. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Was that I think it was last either year? early this year or late last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one, um, I don't know. It, it, it was the first time that I kind of like went a little bit further in the treatment of doing some things to the upper and and kind of going along the like the leather line and, and dying yes. that as well. Yeah. So it was just finding like little nuances to to take it a little bit further um, that I think go a long way with doing those those customs because again I think you can overdo it really quickly. So for me it was like trying to find a way to to add a little bit of a personal flair to it without making it look too much. And I think that one um, popped off really well. And I did about 10 of those after I posted it, there was a bunch of people who hit me up and they had that pair. And um, I, yeah, it was, it was awesome. I think, I think that one turned out good. And um, that's a pair that just sticks out to me just because, yeah, it it was, it was one where I I, I just wanted to push it a little bit and uh, yeah, it was well received. And I like that you said that like, there's nuances and you don't want to go overboard. Cause if you look mm-hmm. at an actual aged shoe, maybe aside from the 30, 40 year old one, that's to your right or left, mm-hmm. like the pairs that we showed during stacks kind of thing, like even though it's 20 years old, there's still white parts left there. It's not complete. Yeah. Like, it needs to be tastefully done and not just dunked mm-hmm. in yellow paint. Right. Exactly. Like the, the toe box and the side panels on this 85, are white like they're fully white crispy yeah yeah like it's not like they're fully glazed over on like some yellow thing like it's it's quite white the only thing i think the nuance that i try and hit when i'm doing them is just like the little bit of glue stain that goes like along the the darker midsole yeah into the into the the upper and i think it's things like that that are really nice to include um but i think you know going too much because like even to your point like the, the collars on this one aren't cheese created like they're yeah they look they're, fine. they're fuzzy and <laughs> yeah 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 it's like yeah. but it's it's not it's not really destroyed so i think yeah i think there's 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 a lot of subtleties and there's a lot of uh variations on it but um mm-hmm. it's cool to see everyone doing something you know yeah what I mean? you did was it two or three pairs for quavo from the migos i did so- um Three, three but that pairs. was for all, each of them oh for the entire migos yeah clan. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah so this is kind of a two-parter when did you kind of decide yeah. that this is something you could first of all sell be comfortable selling like because it's a big responsibility to take some of these expensive shoes and paint yeah. over them and make them look older and how did the whole migos thing come about just <laughs> generally because that's yeah. wild yeah um i think it was after like i had been practicing on some friends pairs, which graciously shout out, uh, Caius, if, if you guys yep. are homies mm. with Caius. Yeah. hate that guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me, uh, he gave me a few of his air force ones to kind of like, he was just like, yeah, do what you want with them. And, um, kind of, you know, did a few, uh, of those like the treatments on, on his pair. Um, and then I just kept doing them on some of my own pairs to the point where, like I said before, like I kind of worked it out to a science um, and it's not like it's, it's, it's rocket science. Like I'm making it sound more complex than it is, but it's just like, I got to a point where I knew what I was doing and I was happy with the results that were coming with it. Mm-hmm. And I was happy and knowing that I could replicate that numerous times if I had to. Um, so at that point then I was like, okay, cool. Like whatever the shoe is, I can, I can, you know what um, to do. Yeah. 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 I've worked with different types of leathers and different types of suede and things like that, that I know how they'll react with whether it's a dye or a paint or, a, you know, that sort of thing. Yep. So yeah. So once, once I hit that 
point I was like, okay, cool. Like maybe I can, I wasn't even sure that anyone really even wanted this. So <laughs> when I offered it up, I wasn't expecting like DMs to be like, yeah, I want this or yeah, like I'll pay you X amount or whatever, you know? So um, that's, it's still kind of like a trip when people hit me up to get, get a treatment done. Cause you never intended for it to get this far ever. No, like, no, yeah. never. <laughs> I thought it was like, I thought like I posted it once and I was like, well, there we go. That was cool. So what else should I do? You know what I mean? Like it wasn't <laughs> yeah, like on to the next. Yeah. 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 But it kind of just parlayed and went from there and yeah, now, now it's, I don't, I try not and to then make an international it like rap group. Hit you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, so that was interesting. Um, <laughs> it's funny. So uh, without getting too deep into it, cause contractually yep. there's, there's some things, but uh, I'm friends with their um, PR manager okay. um, mm. through some connections through my, my work and, and whatnot. Like, cause I work in advertising during my nine to five. So first of all, um, and she had, she was on tour with them or 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 i think at a, a show and um she was kind of showing them my instagram just saying like oh like this this dude i work with in toronto like he's because they're huge sneakerheads like yep. massive mm-hmm. and, um she was just kind of showing them my page and whatnot and they, they were kind of going nuts over the the vintage stuff so she messaged me the next day and she was just like hey like the guys would love a pair each if you want to if you want to do like three of them and i was like okay cool like <laughs> Imagine <down>. saying no <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i was I'm like good. you know what i'm gonna hold off more of a country but, um, music guy to be yeah, honest so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so it was one of those things where uh, i just had to like like they didn't really say we want this pair it was more like i picked three i, I located them myself and then sent them over to their manager and was just like, Hey, like, I'm going to, I'm going to like turn them into these and kind of showed like the vintage, like looks of, of them. And they're like, yeah, they're stoked. Let's do it. So for Quavo, I did the Jim red, uh, Jordan one low and turned that into a Chicago and then the vintage on it, mm-hmm. uh, offset. I, he did the, the smoke gray, like the union thing, like the t- gray top, black bottom, whatever red yep. thing. Um, and then, um takeoff did the the reverse bread lows and then yeah did, did the treatment on that and whatnot but um yeah it was awesome like super cool experience super nice guys and um yeah he wore them quavo wore his chicago's when he was shooting and, and um recording the last few tracks on khaled's album uh, about a month ago and that was crazy because like i'd never seen them him wear it yet like it was one of those things where like i knew he had them the manager was like yeah they got them they love it and i was like sick can you like send me a photo Shout out, something. <laughs> like tag me or whatever pay the invoice uh, like something yeah. <laughs> net, net, you know net 30 but i uh, know they, they uh <laughs> it showed up on instagram and, and i was like oh shit like it's happening yeah. and then um it was a pic of him kind of like sitting on the private jet stairs and i was like oh that's awesome and then i didn't realize until like an hour later that there was like this whole album of photos that dj khaled had posted um because they were in the studio recording and he was rocking then so that was a real real trip Jeez. for sure yeah and they couldn't they couldn't just sauce that tag real quick like it's i know only, it's like it's only four, four letters four bro. letters no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> um so now that's 
sick. I mean, that was dope. People always hit me up asking if I want to listen to their mixtape. So it's basically the same thing. <laughs> same um, thing, exact same thing. So uh, it's not that yeah. big a deal, but it's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> you're you're dabbling in in clothing and stuff now. Like you did the whole yeah Kranz Coffee Shop thing. That's the website name is Kranz Coffee Shop, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, or has yeah, it changed yeah. now? No, that's that's it. That's okay. the brand. That's the name. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what's yeah. the what's kind of the <clears throat> excuse me? What's the reason behind all that? So. I was, I was just getting to a point where I've always wanted to start my own brand, like just inherently being in, you know, streetwear culture and and everything like that. Like, obviously we're all into fashion and and supporting different brands. And I just, I've always wanted to get to a point where I would release my own merch and for lack of a better term, merch. Um, But I, I, I tried too hard to think of like interesting names to call it. You know what I mean? Like I was always going back and forth with like, Oh, like maybe I'll call it this and I can like, you know, have this angle and this. And then I got to a point where I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking too hard about this and it's making me not want to do it. So then uh, randomly, like when the Mocha Jordan ones came out, I just dyed the laces with the coffee and just kind of like, that was that was just like a fun thing to do and that went pretty wild on instagram and yeah no kidding the, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh, the 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 real went crazy and then i just thought like okay like maybe i could sell these laces as as just something fun like i'll only release like 50 of them and i'll dye them with coffee and see what happens and then i just was like okay i'll just put it under this thing called crans coffee shop and then i just thought like oh that's kind of like a fun thing it's not taking it too seriously It'll allow me to kind of treat it like almost like a better gift shop or yep. a cactus plant flea market yeah, yeah. and just kind of like release things as I want and not really have like a ceiling of what Don't I want to do. put yourself like, in a box. I yeah. can release t-shirts, yeah. hats, I can do shoelaces. I can, yeah, exactly. It was like there was, I could pretty much do whatever I wanted because, you know, there was no, there was no ceiling. It was like release whatever you want, whenever you want. And that's kind of how I've approached it. And it's so far has been working pretty well. So for me, it's like, I just try to not take it too seriously and just release stuff that I like and that I would want to wear or that I would kind of fuck with. And hopefully the people on the other end are down as well. Do we have anything coming down the pipeline or do you just kind of, yeah, there's a few things. No, there's a few things. Um, so I have, uh, new era, low profiles coming, which I'm excited about because the new era is, uh, I, you know, I think that's also just such a culture thing for all of us, like yeah. rock and fitteds back in the day, but this is a little bit more adult fitted with the pre-curve and the the low profile. So we have one of those coming. Um, I am in talks with um, a brewery in oh, I Toronto. Say to- Nike. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they, they released say, like a coffee air force one. And I was like, but I'm, I'm in talks with a local brewery in Toronto to do a coffee infused beer. Um, Ooh. So I can't say who just yet, but that's yeah. something that's on the horizon. Which, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, eventually I'll probably do my own roast, like a bean. Um, Sick. and drop that and just oh i thought you meant like a comedy central roast oh, okay. oh i do that to myself <laughs> every day man i just post a vintage treatment i just that's the roast it's i just true, go to my yeah. comment section this <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. idiot yeah <laughs> why you want your dirty shoes you can just wear them yeah you, can just, you just got them just wear them for a month they'll turn yellow bro no way to ruin them bro yeah. like yeah <laughs> 
the oh. roast of Jonathan Cran yeah. is just every day. <laughs> every time you post anything yeah. on Instagram. Hey, social media sucks. We already knew that. Exactly. Uh, Jonathan, this was dope, man. Thank you so much for coming. This was awesome. Um, we got touching a lot of stuff, but there's other stuff we could get to uh, hopefully in another episode. So uh, yeah, sure. we'll try and have you back on soon because this was fun, man. Thank you for your time. Yeah, I appreciate being on here, guys. This was uh, super dope. And it feels like it's been a year and a half since we've seen each other in person. So uh, yeah, this was nice to catch up. And hopefully we're back to real life soon. Thanks, bro. For this real, is, This is real life. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is this is it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry guys. This is the matrix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um John, thanks again and thank you for yeah. listening to everyone listening wherever you're taking in the episode. Please remember to leave a comment, review, follow and or subscribe. Make sure to check out canadagotsold.ca to shop the latest CGS merch, peep the YouTube for our latest videos and check out CGS Talk on Facebook to chop it up with us. Of course, do not forget to use hashtag #canadagotsold on Instagram for a feature. I have been Lawrence Hopkins and you can find me at L Doggy Styles on Instagram. Woof. I'm Joel Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney, J-O underscore D three O's N-E-Y. My name is Alvin Quincy and you can find me at M-I-S-T-E-R-Q and then Mart. I think we've said it about 7,800 <laughs> times throughout the episode, but John, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram at Cran. Pretty much everywhere else at Cran. So, and the website it. once again is Cran's Coffee Shop. Correct. 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 Drops happening whenever I feel like it. Boom. Hey. That's the that's <laughs> way to live your life. Cran, uh, thanks again, and thank you for listening to us talk about sneakers for 166 episodes. Please remember to rock your kicks, or if you don't want to wear them, just yell them by yourself. Um, <laughs> this has been True to Size. We have been CGS and Cran, and we are out. Peace. Jonathan, that was fun, man. That was very fun. Thank yeah, you. That was awesome. That was, that was so good. Yeah. That was super super fun. The roast of like, Jonathan I, Cran. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It was like the uh like the the low-key roast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like just yeah, yeah, slow yeah. burn until until we got to the very, very end. Great. <laughs> yeah.